He's the Hoopcast. Another session. Session number 99 on you ho-ass niggas. You know what I'm saying? Hey, man. Look, man. A lot of podcasts out here. There's a lot of them out here, man. You know what I'm saying? But who? Who has the consistency, really? I don't really have all the answers to that question, but I know one place that has the consistency. She pull up with that red bandana. It was so whooping hard. I see it. Oh, <laughs> so he's a hoop cast episode 99. We almost had a hundred, baby. And I have a special guest today joining me live. Most times, I goddamn do this shit over some type of internet connection and everything and patch guests in. But this one for 99, man, without in the streets, we in these streets, man. We are in the we are in somewhere in the mean streets of Antioch right somewhere now. In Antioch. You know what I'm saying? The mean streets of Antioch, man. Goddamn trying to trying to stay safe out here, man. <laughs> With the wolves and the vultures out here and I got shit. my eyes on my car, man. When I'm, <laughs> when I'm in your car, I got my eyes on my car. You know what I'm saying? We pulled up and did it like a dope deal, man. You know what I'm saying? So first off, before we get started, I want to say R.I.P. my nigga Big Kahuna, R.I.P. my nigga Raju Goku, Kamehameha on you bitches, and we jumping into it straight like that. So, for the Hoopcast listeners, tell them your name, sir. Uh, I'm P.I.W.A. putting in work always, people. Uh, superstar DJ, extraordinaire, music lover, uh, just did a whole bunch of music industry stuff. Been an artist, managed artist, uh, promoter clubs, did a little bit of everything, and now uh, I'm on a radio show, uh, 10 to midnights on Sunday nights on Radio Free Nashville. And that's, that's pretty much me in a nutshell. Yeah, you said you work for a PRO, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I know what a performer rights organization is, but for the people who ain't as intertwined in the music world as we are, could you explain that concept simply for them? Uh, to understand a little bit. Well, it's, uh, you know, everybody understand corporations. There's all kinds of corporations out here. Everybody got big stores that they go to. Uh, music business works the same way. And everything isn't always just front-facing, meaning... Everything isn't always on the mic or on the stage. And uh, a PRO is like a publishing company. They handle a whole lot of the, the details, the legal stuff, make sure whose money is who, that kind of thing for the music industry. When you see the FBI warning uh, on your bootleg DVD, by the way, <laughs> that you need to turn off. <laughs> but, you know, I I, I, I want to take it. this moment to say the Heezy Hoopcast does not discourage bootleg DVDs. <laughs> Bootleg DVDs was part of the economy that helped me make it this far. They kind of got me through college, right? Yeah, yeah gotta say it right there. <laughs> so yeah, all you, all, all my niggas in North Memphis still peddling them DVDs and them old Project Pat CDs. Y'all keep up the good work, man. The y'all CDs. Don't forget the old school mix CDs. You know what I'm saying? I, y'all keep service in the streets. I have a, a funny story <laughs> real quick though, man. You know what I'm saying on how hood. Like I, I, I'm not a hood nigga per se, but. Oh yeah, I see it too. That's that's the red bandana. That's that's Suwu right there. She's game banging on us in the middle of Antioch, man. Mm-hmm. Sorry, it's a little distracting, wasn't it? Yeah, her and her two friends would have got damn it, but um, uh, uh, two friends behind her. But anywho, um, so man, but I'm in the hood, man. One year, and it's summertime. I go to the local corner store and shit. Mm-hmm. I pull up early morning. It's niggas outside selling CDs and shit, man. Yeah. They like. Hey, you know what I'm saying? Any type of store they got rap snacks in there? Yeah, 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 yeah. Rap snacks and the brims, snacks. Man, shit, the brims for real though, for okay, real though. Okay. You know, you know, you know. Following, okay, gotcha. <laughs> so I walk up, dude. Like, you want to buy some CDs and shit? I'm like, kind of like, nah, I ain't got no money. And I just try to throw him for a loop. I'm like, all I got is this EBT card on me. Uh. He was like, shit, man. 
We accept that too. Sound like a deal is born. Yeah, it sound like a deal is born. <laughs> so my nigga's like, all right, bro. So if you just go in there, give me a bag of Doritos, a honey bun, and a Coke, I let you get uh three CDs. And I can't remember what other two CDs I got, but I remember one on being Project Pat, Mister Don't Play. We just bumped that bitch the rest of the summer and shit, like it was brand the fuck new. And this was like two summers ago. So anywho, basically in exchange for honey bun and some snacks. Yeah, yeah, man, it gets no greater in the it's hood. It's it gets, how it work. You know what I'm saying? So. We got to keep it straight like that. But, sir, I like to play a game with all of my new guests and shit. I got a lot of recurring guests and everything. But every time it's somebody's first time on the show, we play a little game called Catch and Shoot, which is basically the hoop cast equivalent of a rapid fire question segment and shit. Okay. So I'm going to ask you a bunch of random fucking questions and you answer them quickly and to the best of your ability. Indeed. All right. You ready? I'm ready. All right. Favorite basketball player of all time? Jordan. Good answer. Most underrated rapper of all time? Styles. Styles P? Yeah, Styles P. Ghosts? Yeah. Mexican food or Chinese food? Mexican. Most supportive person you know? Dad. Shout out to Dad. Coolest cartoon character? Uh, Gerald from Hey Arnold, the black dude off Hey Arnold. <laughs> Worst movie ever that you still enjoyed? Bird Box? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Favorite sneaker of all time? Uh, I don't know all the Jordan numbers, man, but the the ones with the little zebra little thing, little zebra print around the toe. It's like the threes or something oh, like that. Oh, yeah. oh, the elephant print. Yeah. yeah, 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 the elephant print. Is that what that is? Okay. Yeah. I like that. Okay, yeah, them the threes. Um... Music artist or group that most people wouldn't expect that you listen to? Chicago. The band Chicago. Oh, classic rock. Yeah, oh, yeah. I fuck with Chicago. Man. Yeah, man. That's some good jams right there. Um, Best childhood memory? Uh, Shaking it at a wedding. I had light-up shoes, the light-up walk-around shoes, you know, that the kids buy. You know, the ones that you get from Payless or whatever. But uh, uh, I was in the middle of Africa, man. It was popping. Uh, moms and them took me to a, to, to a big wedding And uh, they had rehearsed dances And everything like that But I became an entertainer Every once in a while They just give me the mic To do karaoke And be on stage And dance And do all that And uh, by the time I left the wedding Man they, they You know They kept requesting me Like oh okay Hey we open a gift from grandma Once again Kid with light up shoes Come on up <laughs> And uh, it was cool man It was cool being kid With light up shoes That was a that was that was a big moment for my life right there. <laughs> I was shining, bro. I was flexing. Man, I got was flexing to the to the to the max degree. You know what I'm saying? You flexing harder than you ever could at four years of age it, or some shit. Yeah, man. It, yeah, it was early in the day like that man. too, man. I'm trying to chill at the jungle gym, and they're like, "Ah, right, that's the kid with the light up shoes." You know what I mean? So, uh, shout out to shout out to actually, Dad was the one that sent them over there. So you know, once again, the big Dad supporter, again, man. He, he be helping me shine. Gotta love it since day one, man. Mm-hmm. Alright, so Tupac or Biggie? Ah. Yeah, I gotta do it to every person every time. <laughs> Tupac. Great answer. Um NBA player you think you could run a space space table with? Uh Karina or, or or still in. Yeah, whatever's clever. Jalen Rose. That's a real ass answer. He seemed like a, you know, yeah, he's, he's a cunning, smooth dude, man. We can make yeah. it work. We can get out of there with it. All right. Favorite up-and-coming rapper right now? 21 Savage. Work. He's not up-and-coming. He kind of established, but 
you know, of the younger generation. I'm, I'm liking what he's turning into. Word, word. Cash or debit card? Cash. One word to describe why Middle Tennessee talent remains mostly hidden. No leadership funnel, no platform. Yeah, uh, that was about seven words, but you know what I'm saying? You get it, though. You, I mean, I, it was I, quick. I should have said one phrase. I should have said one phrase. Dude. I got to do it one word. <laughs> no, I ain't got to be one word. You know what I'm saying? Just okay. that work. All right. Like, you know, it's the same thing. Yeah, man. yeah, yeah. I'm nitpicking. Um, dream car. Uh, some some sort of Jeep, some sort of SUV, black on black everything. Yeah, nah, black rims, black everything. Yeah, just real basic. All right, this one is a doozy. If you had to go to brunch with either Donald Trump or Caitlyn Jenner, which one are you going with? Is Caitlyn formerly Bruce? Yeah. <laughs> Donald Trump. Donald Trump, man. All right, shout out to Big Four Five. Um, yeah, hey, I felt like you put me in the corner with that one, man. <laughs> don't worry, I do it to everybody. Uh, <laughs> it's always funny the answers that I get. I never judge the answer, but it's always hilarious the answers that I get, <laughs> one way or another. Um, thing you can't go one day without doing. Playing music. That real. And final question. Now. Gotta stick with this. If a tree falls in the woods and there's nobody there to hear it, and the closest person is Jesse Smollett, three miles away, across the street <laughs> from a chicken attempting to cross the road, what time is it in Atlanta when somebody from Texas gets off the plane? 3 p.m. All right, that was catch and shoot with my nigga Peewa, man. Yeah, that, hopefully that wasn't too slow, man. I had to pick a time, man. Like, I was trying to follow the question for real. But it's not real ACT, like you said. Okay, got it. Yeah, you. man. You, you bring me bad flashbacks to test taking. <laughs> Yo, no, that last question wasn't a real question, man. Yeah, I'm <laughs> nervous, like, man, you got your number two pencil. You got Scantron? Did you, did you buy Scantron for the test? Uh, you, you took me there, man. It's all good. I'm back. Yeah, so, um, you know what I'm saying? We talked earlier and shit, man. You said you don't really follow the hoop shit like that and everything. You know what I'm saying? But I'm sure you understand how inextricable basketball culture is uh, from hip-hop culture and vice versa. Hip-hop culture is, like, inextricable from basketball yeah, culture man. and shit. for sure. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, uh, at least, uh, what are you at least aware of right now and shit that's going on in the league right now? Uh, what I'm aware of, I know I know uh, the East has got a whole bunch of up-and-coming teams. Nobody really knows. What's going on? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, you know, from the Sixers, uh, Giannis and them. I think they the, the Greek freak and them. They doing yep. their thing. Uh, That's actually my pick to win at all. Okay, right, right, and a bunch of various teams. I'm not about to go through each and every one of the Eastern Conference, but you know, it's it's a struggle there. And then you got the the Golden State is still running the table, kind of in the West. Uh-huh. But you got a lot of pop up teams out there too. Yo, and, shit. And and and, and pretty much uh, the struggling Lakers, of course. <laughs> Woo. You know, you got That's a big story always in the league. My, you know, the future of free agency and everything. I know, you know, the Anthony Davis trade and all that was a big deal. 
uh, coming up, uh, or I, or lack thereof, or lack thereof, uh, <laughs> coming from the from the All Star Weekend in Charlotte, maybe a few weeks back. Yup, uh, those were the main storylines that I know. Oh, uh, okay, so you still got your antennas out here and shit, a you know? Bit, man. But it is it is a lot to keep up with. I'm not shit. watching game for game. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, it's a lot to keep up. It'd with. be a lot of trades. Sometimes I watch a game and be like, oh man, they traded so and so. He used to play for you know mm-hmm. a lot of those moments. So you know, I really check in when it's time for playoffs, like when it gets more in a, you know April. Or whatever, and then I'd be like, okay, who's popping this year? Smart man, smart man. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's just for us who cover the the, the game and the league and day shit. In, day out, they, huh? they, 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 they gotta stick with the regular season and shit, but it really don't get super cracking to the playoffs, I'd be the first to admit. But um speaking of the intersection of music and hip hop and shit, probably the biggest intersection going on right now at this moment is the new two chains album rapper go to the league and, and it's fused in together right <laughs> rap will go to the league you know either either you're slinging crack rock or you got a wicked jump shot to quote biggie right yeah and if you if if, if i didn't know any better i would say two chains listens to this podcast and caught a little drip and decided to run with it you know what i'm saying nah, two, it's a conspiracy out here <clears> man. man oh yeah man two chains on your check out here man on the on the hoop cast we believe in conspiracy theories man we 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 hold them hoes high you know what i'm saying we let them fly so um and, 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 and Chains heard this shit, man. And Chains got a lot more resources than I. So he tapped LeBron James to play A&R or provide some type of musical direction for this project and shit. Which you, I, I like how you coming at, at, at the question, too. Like, what did he do? Like, did he did he make a beat? Did he did he what did what did LeBron James put into this? This album. Now, I will answer that question by saying first and foremost, I don't know what the fuck he did. <laughs> Second off, I think the way it is it's at least being marketed to us is that he played basically just the A and R role. Like maybe he helped pick beats, you know what I'm saying? Maybe some song structures, maybe like song concepts, like the NCAA song on there. Yeah. I feel like, you know what I'm saying? Like Brian and Two Chains probably at least chopped it up, you know. And then felt that, yeah. Yeah, and and put that together and shit. And Brian probably, you know, was Brian probably served as a taste tester in the kitchen, you know what I'm saying? Probably just Two Chains whipped it up and he Which we gotta give him his credit. If Chains is gonna pay him to do that. And 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 it's you know basketball meets rap, which has been going on for a long time. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna quickly remind you of the Shaq album. I'm gonna quickly remind you, Iverson was out here dropping jewels. I think yes. that was the name of the song, some some kind of jewels or something. I don't know if you were feeling that one, but uh, it's not a it's not uncommon for, for for hoopers to be rapping like Damian Lillard. Yeah, is is another one that's got little music out there. So I, I'm not gonna take the credit away from Bron. I think it's the first time, though, that, like, there's always been these, like, subtle intersections and shit. Mm-hmm. But I think this is the first time that, like, it's been conscientiously approached. Like, we're going to take some, we're going to take a huge star from the league and a huge star from the rap game and put them together and have them put some shit out. I think the closest thing that probably happened to that was Nas and Chris Webber back in the day. Yeah. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But that was way back in the day and shit. Like, before any of us really had any type of intellectual process about what's well, going on in the music Kevin, game and shit. Kevin Garnett and them was rapping. Mm, yeah. But I, <laughs> look, I'm hitting you with some blasts of the past, too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But... Yeah, this is the first time they officially did it, and in a way, uh, using the whole social media influencer role. You know how, you know, Kylie Jenner or somebody would get on there and have a hair product and be like, yeah, I washed my hair with this today. Mm-hmm. And then, and, and, you know, and actually they got it on Instagram where it says paid partnership 
with L'Oreal, paid partnership with Cricket. You yeah. catch DJ Envy out hanging out, and he's like, you know, I'm at such and such for this. And this was the first time that uh, a rapper, you know, went to LeBron James, who's always listening to music and critiquing albums when he's working out, and said, hey, man, use that for money. And then plus, too, if, I feel like if you 2 chains and you want to get somebody from the league to A&R your shit, and you know you want to make a splash you can't get kevin durant to do it and get the same effect i don't think nobody could have got the same effect out of this but lebron you know what i'm saying made this huge of a splash and shit but it's big news yeah did you hear the project actually though i did man and uh it's a it's a grown man project yeah. it, it, it's popping i mean I, you got the travis scott song whip and you know what i'm saying you got the ariana grande look you know love song kind of swag kind of thing going on but uh you got songs like sam where he's, you know, Uncle Sam, you know, yep. selling grams out the bag, you know, threat, uh, threat to society. You got a lot of deep yep. songs forgiving, you know what I'm saying? Where he's kind of getting real deep, introspective. And samples are back. Have you noticed that? I don't samples th- are back. I personally don't think samples went nowhere. I think, like, them heavy synth sounds, the southern trap sound did kind of, you know, um... Kind of take it, yeah, they, they kind of took over everything for a while. They was like the biggest thing popping, but I don't really think samples went nowhere and shit. Uh, I, I don't think it was a time where like motherfuckers just stopped sampling shit. And even if you look at, I don't know if you want to count this as as part of what you talk about, but yeah. if you look at Twenty One Savage single a lot, you know what I'm saying? That's big, what I'm saying. Big ass sample and shit. You That's know? what I'm saying. That's coming back a little bit and yeah. and a little bit more conscious talk in there. Yeah. So you got like Extreme Club Records because you know you got the baby. Coming out of Charlotte, you know, speaking of rapping in cities, Charlotte gets the All Star Weekend. All of a sudden, the baby's popping too. Yeah. You know, a, a little bit of everywhere. Not that that made him, but it kind of follows that wave yeah. of, 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 of music staying with hoop culture and staying with the stars. Cause they be all be playing. You know, when you go to the games, they're playing the rappers' music out and everything like that. So, I I, I want to say that that I'm hearing more samples. But at the same time, Offset got something out, and he was out in Charlotte for the All Star Weekend. I need to bump that Offset. I wasn't gonna bump it until I started seeing him in them interviews and shit. Father Four, yeah, yeah. Like I was, I was not gonna check that shit out. But um, you see the maturity in him a little bit, huh? Yeah, yeah. I'm seeing shit that I never saw before. It's like. Alright, you got the Migos I done seen Migos interviews before They interviews have always been terrible I've seen them on Complex I've seen them on Breakfast Club I've seen them just give horrible interviews and shit mm-hmm. And so When I remember when I said like, They're showing Offset I see Offset like the clip for Or the thumbnail for Offset on Breakfast Club And I'm like, man, who the fuck wants to Listen to Offset So who are like Three Migos are bad Who wants to listen to one by himself yeah. So you know, and I think due to the YouTube autoplay shit, it ended up playing on accident, and I was listening to it. And I was like, "Oh, oh shit!" Yeah, you got, got a few things to say. I didn't even know this nigga could now, talk. Unfortunately, if I don't a beat wanna, wasn't on. I don't want to be the one to slant your, your thing, but I'm, it's getting some bad reviews. But I think it's just a little bit different. Like, if, if Fabulous or Kendrick Lamar come out with a deep introspective song, or J Cole come out with a deep introspective song, it's gonna be received different yeah. than somebody Offset, who's been, you know, the club kings. You know, with Migos and everything for the last five, six years. Yeah. It's different to hear something that's... Yeah, people just probably expected something different. I think so. 
Yeah, yeah, man. So not to discourage you from listening to it, but a lot of people said it was that poo-poo platter. Yeah, I mean, I try to be ob- as objective as possible about music anyway. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I I do my best to not let people sway me. Besides, a lot of times when people be saying shit whack, it be some shit that I end up digging. Or the shit that they be like, nigga, check this shit out. Like, and I I end up thinking that shit is like, mm, all right. So, you know, yeah. I, I just try to usually just give it a little time, wait for the hype to die down, check the shit out, and take it for what it's worth. And how I end up doing things, too, my major determining factor, if a project is really good or not, is if I bump it and I want to keep it. You know what I'm saying? Or how many songs I end up keeping, because I have an everlasting ever-growing playlist on my phone that I play when I'm in oh, the yeah, car yeah, and yeah. shit. The good jammers from your bad jammers. You yeah, know I what I'm saying? You, so you. if it actually makes it to the shuffle, however, like let's say if it's 10 songs on the project and 7 songs make it to my shuffle, that's a damn good album, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But if it's 10 songs and 2 or 3 songs make it to my shuffle, eh, it was an Maybe album with 2 or 3 good songs on it. So you know what? That brings us back to the whole LeBron being an A&R for, for 2 chains and all that because we're in a hype culture. Social media hypes things up. You know, so sometimes, you know, you've had it where everybody's talking about a song and then you're like, man, I don't, I, the song ain't as good as these thousand memes that I've seen. <laughs> so you got Quavo, you know, of the Migos hanging out with the Atlanta Hawks with, 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 you know, Ice Trey, as he's named him, you know, Trey Young and everything like that. And so it's like, you almost believe Trey Young is at the top of his game just because he's hanging with the rappers at the top of his game. Or you might think the rappers are cool because they're hanging out with Trey Young. What do you, what, what do you think, man? What's, what, what's the real, what's the fake? And and, and, and are, are these really like artificial friendships? Check me out. I'm from I'm from Memphis. You know what I'm saying? In case niggas ain't aware by now. Oh, oh, so let me let me adjust it to you. Zebo hanging out. <laughs> with, no, I, hanging I, out with, with everybody in Memphis and, and all the all the Memphis rap stars and all that. I no, I put it like this. If I was, you know, super popping on the music tip. And like, like I'm, I'm, I'm crazy popping, and I'm putting on for Memphis, like something crazy. Right. And say, you know, like our newest draftee, Jaron Jackson Jr. Let's say I'm popping right now musically, selling out shows, fucking all the hoes, I suppose. And Jaron Jackson Jr. is taking off, and he's doing it in a jersey that says Memphis. I'm, I'm pulling up on Jaron Jackson. I'm pulling up on them. I'm, I'm, you know what I'm saying. I'm, I'm taking pictures. I'm. This is, this is the city. I'm the city. He is the, the city, city right yeah, now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. And and, and I, I've been repping the Grizzlies. You know what I'm saying for the longest and shit. So when we got a, something to be happy about, then shit. So you embrace the culture. It's, it's a good. It's a good relationship. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I think. There is some convenience there. There is some convenience for, you know, Trey Young's brand to be associated with popping rappers. And it is something to be said for uh, Migos and shit to have rappers that, I mean, not have, have rappers, have athletes, athletes yeah, that fuck them, with them yeah. so tough. You know what I'm saying? There is a mutually beneficial factor to it. But I think that anybody who's popping and see something else popping in their city, especially if it's in, in not in direct competition with them, they quick to embrace it. And, you know, basketball players ain't in direct competition with rappers and shit so much. So what if, what if Trey Young never heard the the recent Quavo album? Is that a problem? Nah, nah, nah. I mean, it's only a problem if he hates the Migos. It's only a problem if, you know what I'm saying, he's like one of those J. Cole, Kendrick Lamar, hey, Big Crit truthers. That brings me to another question that I had too because I was asking you about the Drake curse. 
<laughs> so it's a two-part question. It's like, would you want Drake rooting for your team? If I ever catch Drake in a Grizzlies jersey, nigga, oh, my God. <laughs> I'm I, Look, I can't do nothing to Drake. Drake is t- Teflon Drizzy. I can't do shit to Drake. Yeah, but if yeah. I ever catch that nigga in a Grizzlies jersey, whatever the next game you gonna is. you least hear your two cents about it. you going to at least hear your two cents. No, I'm taking all my money, and I'm betting on the other team the next game. <laughs> That's that's how I'm doing that. So basically, that you do, you do, you've confirmed that you believe in the Drake curse. As much as I believe in the little B curse. <laughs> I don't think I heard the little B. What's the little B curse? The little B. Oh, you ain't heard the little B curse? Nah. Little B curse. Um, it started with Kevin Durant. He put um uh, um, I think this was like back in the earlier days of Twitter when like everybody was just tweeting freely and shit. Yeah. And Katie tweeted something to the effect of Lil B being the most garbage ass rapper that he ever heard in his life. And then um, Lil B was like, you know, hey man, play me one on one. Da 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 da. He was like, K- Katie was kind of like, man, get your whack ass out of here. So Lil B drops a song called "Fuck Kevin Durant" on uh that brown paper bag beat. Mm. So instead of brown paper bag, he's going fuck Kevin Durant. Oh wow, okay, okay, it got it got heated. Okay, yeah, but you know, little B's hilarious though. You know, like so it wasn't heated, heated, but it it got it turned into a thing though. Right. So I don't know if Kevin Durant ever responded or something, but little B took it a step further and was like, "Bro, you will never win." This is like the little B, the base god curses in effect. You will never win a championship. Until you apologize to me And then All them years in OKC He kept getting close Kept getting close Kept getting close And then it was over with You know what I'm saying The motherfucker was like Oh shit The little B, B curse, curse is, is real. real Yeah okay And then so You know little B is from The Bay Okay So Once Kevin Durant Ends up going to the Warriors Look I like to play into I like to be in on the inside jokes And shit like yeah. that But I, at the same time I got an outside perspective and shit I can see shit from the outside Look at it So at the end of the day It was kind of convenient That when Katie went to the Warriors he In the Bay winning. Yeah. Uh, Lil B said I'm lifting the base guy curse Welcome home And then he started winning And then he started winning championships so it's okay. an interesting one. Yeah, so I so be, it's like the reverse Drake curse. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Like intentional. Yeah, yeah, and he put it on James Harden too because James Harden started doing the little. He had the little cooking dance he would do. He used to do when he would hit threes. And uh, Lil B was like, "Hey man, you taking my dance and you you ain't giving me credit for it, man." So and James Harden was kind of like, "Fuck off!" So he was like, "Okay, the curse is on you too. You will never win a championship until you <laughs> apologize to me." Wow. <laughs> so that's where that's where the lines cross too. It's like why don't rappers just be rappers and hoopers just be hoopers? Because the cultures are inextric inextricably connected. I mean, but I used to hang out at the park and the dude that was coldest on the on the court wasn't always the coldest with the flows. You know, it's a little separation of church and state though. You know what I'm saying? Not by much though. Not by much. Just because all even if the, the best hooper wasn't the best rapper, the niggas who hooped grew up listening to rap and shit most of like you can say 90% of the niggas who grew up oh, in the rap, hood it's rap playing right there while they hooping there's a dice game to the side and it's rap playing it's rap playing it's rap playing when they in the car it's rap playing when they at the game it's rap playing when they warm up you know what that's I'm a saying? good point that's a good point so it is like if you think about a lot of the rappers 
A lot of rappers is failed hoopers. A yep. lot or, or hoopers their career didn't shake they, out like they that. They didn't want to continue hooping, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm from the city here, Nashville, and everything. Starlito's another big example of a guy Ex- there that was an exactly. original hooper. Exactly. And you think about how many Jordan references, Penny references in his songs and shit. Because I listen to Lito like religiously. You right. know what I'm saying? So. All them different. If you look at his videos, all of the jerseys and shit, all of the like big he, sports guy. It's a sports dude that that. And basketball is the sport that fucks with us the most. We as black people, we you know what I'm saying. We we usually grow up with nothing to do but go run around and be athletic. So we into all sorts of types of sports, but basketball is probably the sport that actually acknowledges us and embraces us. You wanna go football? Hell no! Have you heard of Colin Kaepernick? These motherfuckers don't love us. <laughs> Have you heard of college football? Where all and you're right in the NFL? I hear the theory too that the NFL, the reason why they do that is most of their most of their fans are deep Texas, like real football states, like deep Florida. You know what I'm saying? Deep Louisiana and everything like that. So, so you you right? The racial the the racial embracing is more prevalent in basketball yeah. than in football. Or I put it like this. Name a football player who came out with a rap album. Did Deion Sanders count? Must be the money. No. Even if really even count. if we're gonna count him. Name one more. Cole Beasley. <laughs> Hanging I, out with Post Malone out there the day. I <laughs> rest my case. Alright, yeah. And and too though. I tell you, I tell you who's instrumental with that. Why why you make your case? Iverson. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I, I'm not going to say the NBA always embraced it openly either because the reason why they wear suits and ties and whatever else they wear these days, <laughs> whatever else questionable fashion choices that the NBA stars make, mm-hmm. the reason why they had a, they have to dress up when they come to the arena was Iverson was coming out there with the sweats and the Tims, man. First dude, super tatted up. He's like the Tupac of the league. And, they was, and, and Iverson was making the league look mad niggerish, but... I don't know if you noticed, know that was under the leadership of Commissioner David Stern. You know what I'm saying? Now, we had Commissioner Adam Silver. David Stern <clears throat> wanted to do what the NFL is currently struggling to do, which is... Cover keep, up your tattoos, man. Wear a shirt. Keep but- our image buttoned up. Professional, conservative for, you know what I'm saying, our season ticket holders and shit and our, our, our investors. You can't get your hair braided on the sideline. Mama can't braid your hair like we on the porch. We, David right. Stern wasn't trying to do none of that shit. Okay. Uh-huh. But. And, and then Iverson just come out here like, man, I'm rocking ice. I'm coming out here with the white tee, getting my fresh braids. Even when Iverson was in the league, the league was predominantly black. And what David Stern didn't get that, Adam Silver gets is that this is a car powered by nigga fuel. You know what I'm saying? By 92. I haven't heard it put quite that way, but okay. I'm with you. Yeah, 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 man. You know, I got some reckless ass analogies sometimes. You keep it real, though. I'm guessing you're going straight to the point, but yes, I'm hearing you. This vehicle is powered by nigga fuel. 92, 93 premium. You know what I'm saying? So Adam Silver realized that, like, look, all of our players are. From this culture Americans, yeah. Or from this culture You know what I'm saying We Cause even for somebody Like Chris Porzingis and shit You know what I'm saying Somebody that like Always talk about What type of rap He would uh, He say he learned How to speak English From world star and shit Yeah Like you know what I'm saying Like even for a Latvian He's embracing the culture And shit So 
Adam Silver realized that, like, look, most of our players are from this culture. We got to let them do their thing. We got to let them, you know, do uh, side projects with rappers. We got to let them speak, they, uh, voice their opinion, especially if it's in a responsible, concerned way. We got to let them be flashy, hairstyle. David Stern was the reason, you know, there was all of this stigma around Michael Jordan and his shoes, his Nike deal and shit, because his shoes were just too flashy and they wanted everybody's shoes to kind of be uniform. Yeah, 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 yeah. David Stern, I mean, uh, Adam Silver now is like, nigga, have your style. Niggas is in the league wearing karate headbands now, wearing, you know, low-key wearing sleeves under their jerseys, all type of tattoos, whatever type of shoes they want to wear, any type of, you know what I'm saying? I've seen niggas playing Air Max 90s and shit. Like, whatever you want to do, it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a true player's league and shit. So, you know, I, but... Back to your original point of like why won't rappers be rappers and basketball players be basketball players? It's just because they all been together from day one. Now that I think about it, Cameron is a hooper, Master P is a hooper. J. Cole. Two Chains was a hooper. Two Chains. You know what I'm saying? It's too it's too easy. You know what I'm saying? Even if you take my guy Paco, you know what I'm saying? My my, my right hand dude and this shit. Mm. Grew up hooping. You know what I'm saying? I really can't hoop like that like that, but I grew up hooping because everybody around me was hooping. Before everybody was rapping, everybody was hooping. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, at the same time, I say, on the way from hooping, people be freestyling in the car. My, you know, that kind of thing. So. It's, it's too obvious. You know what I'm saying? It's like everybody grew up together. Everybody was right there together. And even back in the days of somebody like Jalen Rose, where niggas like E-40 was embracing them, or he was in rappers' videos and shit. Like, they just, I think what it all boils down to is that rappers and basketball players come from the same place, the same struggle, a lot of the times. Like, and you from get the, your little ghetto celebrity stardom, like, hey, you heard of so-and-so? And now, now, now I'm a star. Now you a star, right? And then, and it make it makes sense to link up. Now, is it always a healthy relationship? Because you know, Zebo. Now, 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 I bring it back to Memphis. Oh, Zebo got in a little trouble now. It will look. Hanging I, I, around, I, hanging around with the boys from around the way. I, I don't. I ain't. Well, I can't speak on that. All right, look, man. See, now, now <laughs> you want to back up. It's cool and it's all around the world, but we bring it home. Yeah, Memphis shit. Mm mm. I got. We, we had here I got to live here. You don't. <laughs> we had it in uh, Nashville with Pac Man Jones. Yeah. You know, p- parking a Bentley out on South Eight, right in the project, shooting dice, and it's like, well, you know what? You're a, you got a million dollar contract. If you shooting dice, what you gonna win? A couple grand off somebody? Yeah. Uh, what you gonna win? Ten grand off somebody? Or it, it seemed like you got more to lose. Instead of, you know, sitting there reading your playbook, doing whatever you're supposed to be doing, you know, studying up for the next week of your professional football career, you're out here hanging out in the streets and in the clubs and in the strip clubs with a trash bag full of money. So it's like, yeah, we come from the same place, but at the same time, even some rappers, you keep hearing about, you know, future quitting lean, you know, even offset in, uh, on, on this latest push, you know, I'm, I'm quitting lean, man. I can't do nothing without a focused mind. So can that relationship, even though it's good, a synergy, Trey Young and Quavo, Ice Trey, Woody Woo, can it be toxic on, on on the rapper or the or the athlete? It can. It can, it can be on like. I feel like with anything, you know, anything has the potential to be misused and become toxic and shit. And I think, but now, like, these these hoopers are different. I think now, like, back in the day, in the Iverson's days, you know what I'm saying, the hooper and the rapper probably was closer to the exact same person. Now, these young niggas hooping, man, they just really be thoroughbred hoopers. You know what I'm and saying? They hang around a pack. They, they, ain't yeah. in the, they ain't in all of that they you know not, what I'm not grabbing a stick And it's time to shoot up the club and then, right? Now it's some of them niggas That's still really with the shit But they, they gonna get 
in into shit based on them already being with the shit. I don't think it necessarily got anything. Hey, to think, do. Yeah, you think Ron Artest made it? <laughs> hey, now he's now he's met a world peace though. That's a good example, right? Uh, uh, now he's met a damn fool, goddamn. <laughs> But no, that all that shit was great, interesting points and shit, man. And we gonna bring it back to y'all on part two, and we gonna get into this music shit after I go take a pee, take a pee, piss a pissy pee. Come on, edit yourself, man. Keep it classy, man. You take, got, you, take I, a, I'm gonna take a pissy pee. You got pee on the show, man. You gotta keep it classy. But yeah, yeah. We, we, we'll take a break for that, I guess. Yeah, man. Shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I mean, because I know can't nobody actually hear me piss myself, but you know what I'm saying? The shame will be all the same to me. It's not so, a good look. It's not, it's not a good look. I, I mean, say something, too. You know what I man? say something. We're man, in the this nigga, this nigga gonna be like, I went and hopped on the hoop cast, and this nigga pissed himself, man. You try to do a favor for niggas and shit, and then here they come pissing. I'm gonna start a whole beef <laughs> podcast, just just, talking, just just recapping the moment. <laughs> Ain't gonna never let you forget it. Uh, we'll be back. Who cares?